Welcome to Quick Hits, a bi-weekly episode designed to give you genuine insights and practical application of a single topic. This is the quick hit portion of the Impact of Leadership podcast. If this is your first time listening, thank you so much and welcome. This quick hit, I'm going to offer up some resources that I found very helpful in 2019. Um, I've done this before, both on the podcast and with my team internally here at CCB Technology. So some overlap possibly between the lists that I've done before, uh, but I've added several things here that impacted me and and, uh, had an influence on myself, my team, and and actually some of uh, aspects of my home life as well. So here goes. Before I get into the actual resources, just a little tidbit of information. If you are a coffee drinker or you care about a coffee drinker, check out an AeroPress, A-E-R-O-P-R-E-S-S, AeroPress. Type it in, go to Amazon. It's like 30 bucks. It is a beautiful contraption that will change your morning routine and make you a great, smooth cup of coffee without the soot in the bottom of your glass. Uh, or your cup, um, like you get when you have a French press. So that's just a little, just a little side note. That's that's extra. That's free. You paid to enter. That's extra for you. So here are a couple of my my favorite books from 2019. Number one, The Road Back to You: An Enneagram Journey to Self Discovery, by Ian Morgan Cron and Susan Stabil. This is probably my favorite read all year. Definitely hands down the most conversation provoking book that I read all year. Uh, more than personality types, but yes, it is a book about personality types. What I got from it, though, was empathy. Understanding that people do things when, in quotes, in health and in unhealth. So where do you go when stressed? What's your deadly sin based on your personality type? Where do you lean when you're happy? What are the motivating factors for why you do what you do? So there are nine numbers and they are considered nine normals. Number ones have a specific personality type, and so do twos, threes, four, fives, all the way up to nines. Not one number is better than the others, and you have a number that you're most likely like, and then there's what's called a wing that accompanies that number. So, for example, for myself, I was split when I took uh, the assessment or when I took a test, I was split dead even between seven and eight. And then my second strongest, based on the numerical data, was three and one. I was also tied there. So I was a little conflicted as a personality. Uh, YourEnneagramCoach.com is a great resource where you can take uh, a free assessment. I did both a free assessment and a paid assessment. The Enneagram Institute is like 12 bucks, I think. Uh, 144 questions and gives you some results also. Or you can go to uh, a podcast that's free to learn about it without even having to read the book or take a, in a, a test and then see who you identify with. The podcast name is That Sounds Fun by Annie F. Downs. And she called it her Ennea Summer series. You can listen to those uh, interviews. Each type of the Enneagram is interviewed during her series here. So she interviewed a male and a female that corresponded to each number and asked the same question, question set of each number that she interviewed. So how do ones answer this set of questions? And then how do sevens differ from those? So it's a, it's a lot of conversation, but it's a cool take on it for people to just answer the same set of questions and see how they are different based on their personality. So 
Enneagram. It is not spelled probably how you're thinking if you haven't heard of it before. So we'll have something in the show notes for you to click on or to check out Enneagram, A Journey to Self-Discovery, The Road Back to You is a book. Next book, Failing Forward by John Maxwell. Oh, yes, I'm going to be okay. I'm normal. Failing is a part, maybe an essential part to growing as a leader. Failing is quickly becoming one of my favorite topics to talk about. And thank you, Mr. John C. Maxwell, for writing this book. It is a simple read, uh, but just because it's easy to read doesn't mean that the application of it makes it any less hard to fail or when you fail. Uh, But learning from it actually makes it you're in good company, I guess I should say, um, based on his book. The third book that I really enjoyed 2019 is Chasing the Bright Side by Jess Ekstrom. Uh, And actually, I'm going to be interviewing her on the podcast in the next couple months. So be looking out for that. She started a company that makes headbands for kids with cancer. There's a ton to her story, but I'm simplifying it here. The name of the company is Headbands of Hope. You can check her out if you'd like to. The, the book, uh, again, dumbing down like eight hours of her pouring out uh, into this book, but optimism, authenticity, loss, failure, hope, humor. It is a very good book and kind of gives you uh, uh, the bright side of humanity, I suppose, because she took a leap of faith and then it, it turned out well, but it was very bumpy along the way. The last book that I'll mention here, it's not the only book that I read, but uh, n- number four in the list here is Canoeing the Mountains by Todd Bolsinger. It was definitely the most challenging book for me. Uh, I actually read the the physical copy of it because uh, one of my mentors gave it to me. And then I went and got the audio version because I needed to, to go back through the book again and just see if I picked up anything else uh, during the audio version when I'm driving versus just going back through my physical notes. It took so stinking long for me to read this book, just being candid. It is not a huge book. It is just thick with content and challenging stuff. Here's a couple phrases from that. What got us here won't get us there. How do you lead when the map ends? This follows Lewis and Clark on their adventure, uh, adventures, I guess I should say, and when they reached the literal end of the map that they were given. So how do you lead people when the map ends, given whatever your role is? It's a very, very, very good book. It's very thick with content, so be ready for that. Now, a few podcasts. At the Table with Patrick Lencioni. Here's a couple book titles that he's written. Death by Meeting, Five Dysfunctions of a Team, The Ideal Team Player, Getting Naked. I mean, if for nothing else, you should probably check this guy's podcast out based on the book titles. I love what he presents. I love what he stands for. I've heard him speak. I've also read several of his books. Trust is the Foundation. And when that's established... Build into it even more. That's something from Pat Lencioni. So the name of the podcast again is At the Table with Patrick Lencioni. Second podcast is one I've mentioned several times before, Story Brand. I've talked about it a bajillion times. I'm going to keep talking about it until there's no value there. If you confuse, you'll lose. Noise is the enemy and creating a clear message is the best way to grow your business. That's a tagline from the podcast. That's how much I listen to it. Third podcast John Maxwell's Leadership Podcast. Portion of it, uh, a portion of the podcast itself is a talk by John Maxwell, and then its content is broken down or expanded on by the CEO of his companies, Mark Cole. I used, personally, episode 77. It's entitled, Your Year in Review, when I was preparing for 2020. 
one of the quotes from that episode, specifically now drilling down even further, thinking is the bridge between feeling and facts. Ooh, there's a lot there. A couple other extra ideas just because I wanted to throw them in here. First of all, I use a planner. I started this about a year ago, and the one that I use is the Full Focus Planner by Michael Hyatt. He also has written several books, and he's got tons of videos. You can look him up very easily, Michael Hyatt. Here's a, a phrase that he says, what gets scheduled gets done. Yes and amen. And here's a couple of questions and uh, things that I've had to answer as I've worked through the planner over this past year. What does your ideal work week look like? What are the 10 biggest goals that, I, that you have for the year? So for 2020, and how are you going to accomplish them? What are the big three tasks that you need to accomplish today in order to move toward those goals? That planner is totally worth the money. It also takes a ton of time. So just be ready for that. It takes a lot of time. Another thing that you might uh, find is a good resource um, is something that I pulled out of uh, John, a lesson by John Maxwell, and it's taking five minutes at the end of every day to write about the word that you've chosen for the year. So the first thing you'll have to do is choose a word that's going to characterize your year, and then at the end of every day, write for five minutes about that word while looking back on your day. So here you go. My word for the year is clarity. And so the questions that I answer for myself that I just made up based on what he talked about, he does is, did I give clarity today? And did I gain clarity today? I only answer those two questions at the end of every day. And I use actually the right side of my full focus planner, the bottom right corner, if you're picturing the pages, I've got the things, my tasks I need to do on the left and on the right-hand side is the notes section. In the bottom right-hand corner, I, I answer those two questions. Did I give clarity today and did I gain clarity today? The last thing that I've got for you is a quote that John Maxwell episode that I mentioned earlier. Uh, you decide if it's true or not, but this is a quote from that episode 77 that I, made, that I made mention of. What I value, I make time for. What I value, I make time for. Dang, because uh, I'm definitely sure that I made time to watch The Irishman on Netflix, and uh, that thing's about three hours long, so I suppose I valued that, because I certainly made time to watch that. But seriously, if you value something, you will make time for it. I believe that that statement is true. If you value it, you'll make time for it. Welcome to 2020. I'm glad we're doing this leadership thing together. Give us insights, give us encouragement, give us critique, and give us your time as we work together to do this leadership thing on purpose. Yeah.